Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Coming up on today's Better Together. The more security we seek in life, the less you will end up having. Oh boy. Um, and the more you follow your passion, the more the universe conspires on your behalf. And that's a half-assed Oscar Wilde quote right there. But I think we believe that, you know, it's it's irresponsible to do what we love. It's it's not realistic to do what we love. And I will point to Caesar Milan, a guy who really likes dogs. Okay. Uh, how about Martha Stewart, a woman who gave up a job on Wall Street because she wanted to be a happy homemaker? <laughs> how about Coco Chanel, an orphan seamstress who really liked fashion? Or then you have Jillian Michaels, a girl who did lunges because she was the bullied fat kid in school. So my point is that when you pursue what you love, that's where this infinity of possibility will lie for you. I'm on a journey to get better and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Manu. Hello, everyone. Once again, Kevin Undergaro, aka Mr. Maria Menunos, aka your regular guy, 
<laughs> Once again, uh, subbing in for uh, Maria. I'll start out with the quote of the day. It's not about perfect. It's about effort. And when you bring that effort every single day, that's where transformation begins. That's how change occurs. That is from Jillian Michaels, who's also a very dear friend of Maria and I, and is going to be our guest today on the show. Um, yeah, I think we we teased another guest, but uh, again, continue to roll with us. Um, we did the sh- we did uh, our Prius show yesterday in the car. Uh, <laughs> good news, our little town in Connecticut has internet back, so fingers crossed. We're going to make it through this, and uh, we're going to talk to Jillian, and I can't wait to talk to Jillian because, first of all, like we all want to be fit right now. We want to be healthy right now. There's no better person to ask, but Jillian's got such an incredible story. You know, mm-hmm. Her life started out one way. It totally went in another direction. So I think if there's, and I know a lot of people want to change direction right now, so I feel like if there's anyone that can give us great wisdom on that, not to mention great wisdom on how to have strength and resolve, it's Jillian, and she survived COVID too. So a lot of great stuff to talk about. With that, Kelsey Meyer, I'm ready. Everyone knows the name Jillian Michaels, but Jillian is not your average personal trainer. She is an author, a TV personality, an activist, a kick-ass businesswoman, and most importantly, an amazing human being. Jillian is known for her appearances on the NBC show The Biggest Loser and her spinoff show Losing It with Jillian. In addition, she has released 20 fitness DVDs that have sold over 100 million copies worldwide and has eight New York Times bestsellers. Currently, she has one of the top fitness apps globally and has won awards from both Apple and Google for best of in the health and fitness app category. Jillian has built a wellness empire that aligns perfectly with our show as she helps people get better in all areas of life. On top of all that, she's a friend of Maria and I's. And Heel Squad, please give a warm welcome to America's trainer, Jillian Michaels. We get sound effects there, Kev. Yeah, well, you deserve them. How are you feeling, by the way? I feel good. I'm good, but I just, you know, I'm. I feel very lucky at this time to be able to work. Um, right. I, I can't imagine what people must be going through, like not being able to work, struggling, and stressing about finances. And to have my physical health. So I think looking at the state of the states, I am probably one of the luckiest people alive right now. And you, but you also, you went through COVID. I did. And because I mean, look, I, I had a very easy time with it. So I understand that people who are healthy, um, can have a bad time with it. So for that, I will say I am lucky, but I, I refuse to negate the fact that I think caring for your health makes a big difference overall, COVID or otherwise, with how our bodies manage sickness. So, you know, I was lucky, but I also think I'm healthy. So that definitely plays a part. And and I'm only saying that to try to empower people to realize that we are not victims of circumstance. We do have a say in how our lives play out. And it's never too late to make different decisions and change the game. No, I mean, Maria's dad, 76 and uh, he, he, his diet has always been Mediterranean, very little meat, mm. fruits and vegetables, very little carbs. And my goodness, the, the, what this guy does in a 16 hour day, it's just blows your mind. But, um, but he's always trying new things. You know, he's always, yeah. he's open to new things. And yeah, I, I agree. You know, Jillian, I, I didn't even think of this, but I, um, it's like with, with COVID, I was saying to someone else, it's like, it just seems like it's a bunch of BS until it's not. 
So then I'll hear these stories about like this 40 year old doctor out, you know, in LA, we probably, you might even know this person mm. horror story, like a patient coughed in his face. And then like a, a few days later, COVID and, and gone a few weeks later. And do you know any, but when you bring up being healthy, do you know any healthy people that are high functioning like you that have not survived it? Not really, no. Okay, good. I, I mean, good what hear. I will say is I, I have heard the stories like what you're telling me. Um, you know, on, on my podcast, it's a health-based podcast, so I've interviewed a lot of different doctors in a variety of fields about this. And people will say, you know, we just don't know. And it's like, but we do know a lot. We know that it affects the elderly. We know that it's a cardiopulmonary disease. So we know that obesity is a major contributor to the length and the severity of your sickness. And again, I'm, I'm not a doctor, but I'm just saying like, we know right. these things. These are, these are now facts. It's based on empirical evidence. Um, and then you do have the outlier of like, oh, this person was 40 and, and they don't fully understand why that, but it's of such a small percentage of individuals that you'll hear like that. So, you know, you'll hear about like, oh, he was 27 and he was super healthy. And then like you dig a little deeper and you find out that he took sleeping pills and, you know, there's always a little bit more going on there. So I do think that you do have, obviously, I don't think, I know that there are these kind of bizarre outlier cases of younger, healthier people, but they're, it's a very, very, very small number. And I'm not saying not to take COVID seriously. I take COVID very seriously. Um, but I do believe that in large part, you can take, you can give yourself much better chances of fending off COVID or fending off any other illness for that matter by eating well, getting your sleep, managing your stress and moving your body. I mean, it's, it's just, we know this, we I was, know that applies to cancer, diabetes, heart disease. I, yeah, I agree. I think, you know, why not? You know, if it take it seriously, wear your mask, sanitize, keep distance, but why when you're on the go 24 seven, like me guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me from working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials. It's been my go to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. Not, you know, increase your chances. Yeah. And yes, I love, I was exactly. reading you for your 2021 resolutions. I love this because you just said it. Five great tips of, tips it was like sleep seven to eight hours drink drink water till it looks like <laughs> lemonade your pee looks like lemonade right yeah, so like clear, you know clearer hydrated. right you know you're hydrated and everything's out of your body great and then yes. it's like um create a 12-hour fast between dinner and breakfast yep. right and then move seven minutes a day and stop drinking your calories and like these are five things that aren't really that hard i think we can do that 
that's that was the goal with that list was to be like, look, here are five really simple things we can all do now mm-hmm. that will make a difference over time, a big difference over time without making you feel deprived or overwhelmed. So it's just a very simple, straightforward list. And even if you did one of them, right? you know, these small changes equal big results over time. Over time. And, you know, Jillian, we were talking, you know, J- Jillian, as we said, is a really dear friend of Maria and I's, and I was telling her how Maria's, you know, having a spell with anxiety and, and fatigue and exhaustion and all these different things. And I was saying to Jillian, like, I, I don't know many other people who aren't. Are you seeing that with a lot of people around you who are just the wheels are kind of coming off the wagon? I absolutely am. Um, I think to a certain extent, though, Kevin, there is a silver lining with that because our bandwidth for bullshit, I mean, I don't know if I can say bullshit, yeah, forgive can, me, but absolutely. like quite literally, is just gone. You know, I, I'm seeing friends that have hit a wall that needed to hit the wall two years ago. You know what I mean? Whether it's dealing with an ex-spouse over child support, that it's like, I, you know, they just wouldn't wouldn't stand their ground on the issue and until the point that they're like, I can't take this nonsense anymore, whether it's job nonsense that you tolerated and you were miserable and finally it's pushed you to make the change or health issues that you put off and finally, you know, you've been, I don't know, maybe scared into making the change, inspired into making the change. But nevertheless, I think everyone is at their wit's end. And my hope is that it will force them to make changes that will help them with their mental and physical health down the road. Yeah. And I think maybe it's looking at it that way, right? It's like, this is a change. So what are the positive things that I can take from this? And how do I lean into this? And maybe yeah. it's, it's a good disruption. Yeah, I I, um, I agree with that. I, I You know, Jillian, go, going back with your career, because you've had a, you know, an interesting career path from where you started to where you've ended up. Yeah. But I feel like it's super aspirational because you started in one place and now you're Jillian Michaels, do, you know, with, with every, all the amazing things you do. But it, 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 at least from the research, we've never talked about this, but at least the research, it was like you started out in, on one path and then along came all of this. And I think there's a lot of people who are kind of stuck in situations they're like this this isn't me i'm in a cubicle or wherever i am it's it's not yeah. me it's not i feel like there's something more out there for me can you does does that resonate with you and can you talk expand on it if it does sure i, I mean look i started out as a kid um falling into fitness at a very young age 17 um and i i took it all for granted and then i got a little bit older and i bartended at night and you know i'm in my early 20s at this point and trained during the day and i was making great money and i was really happy And then I got to be about mid twenties and I was getting a lot of pressure from friends and society. Like, Oh, you know, you need a real job. You need to be responsible. What are you going to do with the rest of your life? How you can't do this forever. And when I got that real job, I never made less money and I was never more miserable. And um, I think we've talked about this. I was a motion picture packaging agent at a talent agency, a big one. And I worked my way up through the, you know, the mailroom, this, that, the other only to end up four years later, totally like broke, making no money, completely miserable, hating life every single day. And at that point I was like, all right, this is just, (laughs) this is not like, what, what do I do? So I, you know, a host of events happened that we don't need to get into, but it forced me back into training because I had to pay my bills. And at that point I'm now 29 and I was waking up every day 
excited to go to work. So you went back getting, to training to pay your bills. Pay my bills. Because, yeah. Okay. So there was, an, we were talking yesterday to Tim's story, Oprah's life coach, and he was talking about um, having awareness with your life and taking inventory. So you had this awareness of like, if I keep going, you would have, I mean, I hate to say it, you probably would have gotten breast cancer. You would have gotten sick. And we, we see this with so many people. Had you stayed, because because listen, if you'd stayed in that job, you would have been very successful at some point, money-wise. Maybe, yeah. Well, I mean, you're such a hard worker, is, Jillian. There's a cap, you know what I mean? Like I, there's definitely, I, I think I've definitely done better financially doing what I love, but I also think, as you're saying, I'm, I'm healthier and happier for it, for sure. And so you got, and so the circumstance, you 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 took uh, inventory, you were aware of what was going on, and he was like, well, I'm just going to go to something else that makes you money. And he he refers to it as a reassignment, you know? Oh, interesting. Right? Like yeah, he's like, I don't believe in go back, for comebacks, I don't believe in go backs. You know, he's like, Ooh. you take on something right. new. And that's what you did. And look at you today. And so I, I think like, what advice do you have for somebody who's in that situation, who is with toxic coworkers or is in a, just is not getting that fulfillment in their job or their role. Maybe it's their yeah. home. I don't know. But I, I feel like there's so much someone like you can share because I know a lot of people right now are in that spot, especially now. I would say first off that the more security we seek in life, the less you will end up having. Oh boy. Um, and the more you follow your passion, the more the universe conspires on your behalf. And that's a half-assed Oscar Wilde quote right there. But I can give you examples, right? Like I had a lot of friends that got lost in life and they got into real estate because it was like, oh, well, you know, this seems like anybody can do it. And you it know? seems oh, like the default. Yeah, real estate yeah. seems like the default. Yes. Bingo. Didn't love it, right? So they got out of, they gave up acting or they gave up music or they gave up training or whatever because it was like, I got to get her, you know, so they went into that. And then in 2008, the market crashed and anybody who didn't love real estate, didn't know it inside and out, wasn't passionate about it, got kicked out of the business. I'm a perfect example. I took the stable, secure job at the talent agency, never been more miserable, never made less money. And it goes on from there. I could give you a host of other examples, but I would just be wasting our time. With that said, you look at somebody, I think we believe that, you know, it's, it's irresponsible to do what we love. It's, it's not realistic to do what we love. And I will point to Caesar Milan, a guy who really likes dogs. Okay. Uh, how about Martha Stewart, a woman who gave up a job on Wall Street because she wanted to be a happy homemaker? <laughs> how about Coco Chanel, an orphan seamstress who really liked fashion? Or then you have Jillian Michaels a girl who did lunges because she was the bullied fat kid in school. So my point is that when you pursue what you love, that's where this infinity of possibility will lie for you. So the first thing is shifting your mindset. Once you shift your mindset, then you can differentiate between, all right, this aspect of my day sucks. I hate this, but the long-term goal I'm passionate about so having that why allows me to tolerate this how. If you're not passionate about a why, then every day the crappy coworker or the cubicle, the job you hate is punishing. It doesn't become a component of passion that's getting you to an end goal you care deeply about. And that's how you differentiate between settling and compromise and grind, if that makes any sense. 
settling versus compromising and grind. Yes, because I think what's lost on the younger generation, and by the way, this is historic. Every older generation says this about a younger generation. I know, but I right? just said it the other day, right? and there is a difference. There's I'm sorry. A, yeah, I feel the same way, where they, they want to take away the compromise and grind, and I'm like, you're not going to get to the Olympics without it. It's just, there's no way we can, no matter how, Jillian, no matter how easy you give us our five steps to be healthy, I, I coach people for Hollywood careers and I, a lot of celebrities yeah. with their past. But I will say like, if there was an easy way, believe me, I'd want to tell you, I'd want your life to be easy, but it's, it's, this is like the hardest business probably in the world. And the, the grind and what you're, the compromise, it's going to have to be there. Can you, can you please speak to that for me? <laughs> you know what I, here's, let's, let's start off by saying nobody wants to alienate millennials or Gen Z in any way. Um, and I think there's a lot of great things that their generation has going for them that I'll say, I'll speak for myself, but I do see in a lot of other Gen Xers. I think Gen Xers are a little bit bitter. It's like the boomers saw the moon landing. We saw the challenger blow up. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like, yeah. You know, it's yep. like we tended to be the kids of the boomers when they were high on quaaludes still. And then they kind of screwed it up with our generation, had a right. second set of kids later on. And yes. they were like, let's get it right this time. Right. With that said, I think we're a little bit nihilistic. We're a little bit bitter. You know, we're, 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 we're jaded. I think I see that. I see. We're also like self-deprecating to a fault. We were all hesitant with social media because we didn't want to seem conceited or bragging. You know, we, we, with women in, in my generation, other than Maria, who I have gone on record, saved my ass. And that's a whole different story. Yes. Quite a few times. She is a girl's girl and I owe her. You guys have no idea how this woman saved my ass when a couple of bad guys in the business were trying to do yes. some bad shit. Yep. But other than her, I come from a generation where it's like, you know, there's only room in this town for one of us and it's going to be me. You know, yeah. women are gunslingers in my generation. Yeah. Millennials. They have no problem like owning, owning themselves, faults and all, loving themselves, faults and all, supporting each other, faults and all. Mm -hmm. And I and being creative and thinking outside the box, like the hack thing. It's like, well, you jumped the line and you did a great job. However, that is the exception to the rule. And so when that norm gets set for them, they think everybody's going to be Mark Zuckerberg and he's going to quit college and drop mm -hmm. out and become a billionaire and dominate mm -hmm. the world. That is not the norm. No. The, so, you know, when you've got a generation that's huge and you're dealing with all of this competition, you got to be the first one in, the last one to leave, the one to look for shit to do that no one's noticing. Like the one that also thinks outside the box, like you're going to need that much more of an edge. So you need that ingenuity. You need that entrepreneurial spirit, but you need the grind, dude. And you can't show up to an interview and say, yes, I have questions. What are the vacation dates? No. No, no, no. Study the business, go in with pointed questions, show how valuable you're going to be to that business. Get All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past. But as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go to It first came into the house because of Kevin, he was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier 
kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. The offer and then negotiate the offer. But it's like, I literally will not even hire an executive assistant anymore because every single kid showed up with that question. Yeah. And I was like, all right, forget it. <laughs> yep. I got it. Yeah. Uh, I, I have a personal assistant, 40 year old guy grinds his ass off for me and I reward him handsomely for that. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's where I think it stands. Yeah. I, I, um, I agree. Um, you really have to find the diamond in the rough. And um, you don't have the luxury because you're so busy. Maria is so busy too. I have had that luxury of uh, of being able to try to find the people for Maria, and I've been blessed to find the ones. Um, oh, I, I'm I, jealous. I, well, I think you know what it comes down to, Jillian. Gotta, I'm so envious. You got to get them young. You have to get them young, so they're not ruined by coworkers in the business and 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 bad bosses or you know the. So, so my luck has been getting young and it, and, and you won't have the time and Maria doesn't have time because it takes a lot of training. It's like being, it is like being a parent because they're used to, I have found they're used to, um, they're not used to the, 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 the tough love. And the enforcement and the oh rules. no, they're used to. Oh god, no, no, you they're can't not. say anything. No, it's like I can't believe you spoke to me that way, and you're like, I said to you, do not be forty five minutes late, forty five minutes late again, or it's not going to work. What do you mean? This is feedback. Like it's it's wild. Yes. You can't even. I, it's a very. It's I and again, I hate to make these generalizations, and I realize it's upsetting to a lot of younger people. But I would just simply say, don't say that stuff then. Yeah, like that's you, you want to get ahead, mm-hmm. grind. grind. It's not part of my job description. I'm like, wait a minute, you're telling me putting a tri- like an airline flight for a vacation is not in your job description as my executive assistant? Like, wrong answer, dude. Yeah, it's like, no, all right, I know, but you, 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 yeah, you know what? It's a lot of it. Jillian comes down to um, education, but then that is taking. So it's funny because you know. I, I know other big celebrities older than us and super successful and that um, they, they're like, I don't have the time. I just need it done. And they don't understand that kids aren't wired this way. So I have found, I have a lot of success when I explain things. And it, but again, you have 80,000 jobs. You don't have the time of your day. Neither is Maria. So I've had the luxury in the background to say, listen, this is why it's important to do X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z. And this is how you're going to be rewarded by doing X, Y, and Z. And it takes a lot of time and effort, but that's why I'd say if I get them young and I can start educating them, it's not their fault. The teachers, the parents, I've had parents, Jillian, you know how many parents have called me? Like a principal, I'm the principal of school and they're like, well, this one doesn't work, this one's more effective this way and she, this, this, or he needs that. And I always say, you guys, you're lucky it's me and I'm rooting for your child. So I'm hearing everything you're saying, but now please let me offer you this. Anyone else, it, Hollywood is going to be like, get the person out and never hire them again. But even if that's not so, what's going to happen when you're, you're probably what, 60? What's going to happen when you're 70, 80, 90? Who's going to, at some point, they have to stand on their own. And do you think that's just magically going to happen? 
and they're going to magically learn. So I even have to educate the parents. I know. See, it's a lot of work. And again, someone like you who's high functioning, it's really. Uh, I, I mean, again, I hate, I hate making these generalizations, but like in early on in my career, I had an assistant for six years. She was incredible and then decided she wanted to get married and have kids. Then I ended up hiring her best friend, had her for six years. She was incredible. Made the same decision. Wanted to get married, have kids. The 40-year-old guy I got working for me was their good friend. And they are all 40 years old. Yeah. Then when I started getting into like mid-20s, it, no, no, no. it was well, like, you, well, you know, it was tough. And because I, I don't have the time to get on the phone with the mom or the dad telling no, me how I need no, to accommodate. No. And also, and Jillian. Assistant. Also, Jillian. This is, it's just, I don't know. No, I, I, it could be Jillian's a bitch. I mean, no, no, like, it's not. It's it not. And I don't even want you to. <laughs> I don't have time even, for that. I don't want to push your buttons. I'll do it myself. And, and put you, you in that mean? path because that's not who you are. But I will say that someone in their mid 20s who, you know, really, other than being good on a computer, uh, let's say for some different tasks here and there, they really have not been taught by the parents or the teachers, the, the certain life skills. So there's a sophisticated set of life skills required that only a 40 year old would know how to book the kind of travel you need, how to do, they, they, there's no, they don't really have that skill set. So I think the idea is to stick with the 40 year old. And then I think for us, when I see the, all the great things you said about that generation, totally. They do have so many good so many. So, so what we have to do is, what we have to do is, Take the good with the bad, but really what I'm hoping parents and especially young parents are hearing us. So the next generation comes up and we kind of go back to certain principles, you know, it's tough. I don't know. I mean, this is one of the, one of the bigger disagreements I had with my ex was, the you know, like we, and they don't do report cards. They do. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know what they're called. And like, there is no standardized tests and it's a new way of teaching math. We don't teach math. We teach patterns and modeling. I mean, it's just, wow. that's very California though. And, you know, I would say like, this is not real life. Like you understand that there's going to be tests. There's going to be grades. There's, they're going to be pitted against other kids. Like, what do you think is going to happen when they get to college? Yeah. And everything's like a gentle landing, a soft, no. whatever. And I've noticed with my son, who's a lot like me actually, that he has frustration tolerance issues at eight. And I'm like, buddy, I get it. It's annoying. I totally understand. You know what? I myself get super annoyed and this is my weakness as well. But you better suck it up, homie, because no one's going to tolerate you having to fit about something. They're going to move on from you. Yeah. And it's, it's like I'm trying to teach him now, but he's never been taught to have frustration tolerance because there, he's been so indulged by this. Like, oh, you don't want to sit in your chair at school? Here's a ball. Lay on the floor. Roll on the ground. It's like you know what I mean. And, and it, it, it could very well be wrong. A lot of people. I'm not a parenting expert. No, well, here's, but here's, I, I see people doubling down on what you're talking about in the wrong direction. In the wrong so, direction. You know, but that's what I'm saying. But who knows? No, I, no, no, I don't no. Know. Jillian, I see it too with young parents, and and I I I think that's why we have to keep having this conversation. So if school's going to do that, then when we have them at home then we can enforce those things at home. It's funny now. So I, as we've done, I have Kelsey here who's who just turned 27 this week, their birthday week. But Kelsey, you know, sports is such an important thing. So Kelsey was a gymnast. And so I wow. find that she has such a higher tolerance for so many things. But I, I think that the coaching, the repetition in yeah. sports may have really helped Kelsey, right? Would you say? 
100,000%. I mean, there was no like, oh, well, you can't do well because blah, blah, blah. Like, no, we had to do well. You either do well or you don't. You get that oh score God. or you don't. You, yeah. So there wasn't really a in between. There wasn't a gray. It was black or white, right? Like, so. yeah. So I definitely think that that sports helped me a ton. Yeah. Did you play but sports? She, she's inherently competing though. It's not yes. like everybody yeah. gets a trophy. Right. I mean, exactly. it's, it's, yeah. when she gets to that level of being an elite athlete, you're now pulled out of the participation trophy and there's a winner and a loser. Mm-hmm. And it teaches kids how to lose, how to learn from mistakes and failures, yes. how to utilize that to reapproach more intelligently and take those lessons into other areas of their life. But Kelsey was an elite athlete. Most kids are not. So they're in the, yay, you get a participation trophy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's, it, it, again, not a parenting expert, could be jaded, have seen so many great things. But like, I can even give you an example with young trainers that I think are fantastic. You know, I can turn around and say to them, hey, I'm going to put you on this platform it's installed in every Samsung television. It's featured in the Apple App Store oh all the time. Wow. It's gotten awards from Google Play and Apple. You know, the, the, the media on this thing is huge. How do I get Maria on it? I'm in. What do I, how much do I have to pay you? What, <laughs> are, we, what are we talking about? All right, so continue. It's just a fitness app. Gonna do. So it, it's like, it, I, I take these young trainers and I'm like, I want to add you to the platform. And oh, some no. of them, like there's this new girl that we just added who's fantastic named Taylor Walker. And Taylor was like, I'm in. What do I need to do? I will work yep. anytime. That's I will it. show up for any interview. Yeah, I, I asked her for a bio. She gets it to it. me overnight. You know, I, I've got this young kid named, um, uh, he's on Instagram as Rhinosaurus Flex, but he's like this awesome. badass athlete, just incredible talent. And he's like, what do I need to do? I'll, I'll show up. I'll grind. I'll do this for free. I'll work. This. And it's like, I'm like, great. You're perfect. Then I'll deal with another one who's, like I'm Jillian 2.0. And I was like, have you written a book? Oh, no, no. no. Have you been nominated for an I, Emmy? No. Oh. Have you sold a hundred million copies of a DVD? No. Do you have one of the most successful fitness apps in the market space? No. no. You have followers on Instagram. So don't yes. tell me like wrong answer, kid. And then it's like impossible to negotiate. And I, I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Ended up walking away. Yeah, walk away. I, no, no. You, but, she, but here's the thing, Jillian, she gave you her answer. So the focus yeah. is on these other two who are amazing. And by I the am. Way, but are you I are, am. And you are. And remember, this is one thing I always say to Maria too. I said, Maria, if I, you want me to make everyone like you, everyone who's first in the office, last to leave, everyone who works yeah. hard, who grinds, who doesn't make it about the money, who gives even money back just to get the opportunity. Okay, 
I'll, let me blink and make that happen. But you're no longer going to be Maria Menounos and you no longer will be Jillian. And those mm. other two people you said that, that Taylor and the other guy, that's why they're special and the others. And we just, as we like kind of build our, our little worlds, we just keep bringing like-minded people. And for those other people, they're going to find out the hard way. And, and you know what I, what I try to advise people too, is like, listen, if you want to be Jillian 2.0, then you got to put in all the work. You got to spend 25 yes, years. You have to, <laughs> right. You have to, with you, you have allowing to. me to help you do that. You know, and it's like, I've seen so many of those girls though. Yeah, so many. So many and now five years later, it's all about TikTok and your Instagram platform. Isn't that exciting anymore? Cause there's a million people on no, there and no, you did not listen. No, no. When I told you, let me give you this opportunity. No, no, like, Jillian, they come to me. And I, I was, I was coaching someone last week and I don't want to, it's no one who's known yet has a pretty nice new TV show. And I said, you know, I think there's a way, there's an angle here to be on GMA or today show that we can do. And it was like, oh, really? It was just like, how do I basically, how do I go sell a big giant uh, fitness line or whatever and make hundreds of millions of dollars? I'm like, wait, wait, no one really, no one even knows you yet. What, Like you want to go from one to four and then what about two steps two and three and and i you know for me now i i i'll just kind of back away and say but there are other people out there that want my help and i'm gonna get i'm gonna put it that way there first, are and you, you know? gotta go there and it and i think the, the whole point of this is really I, to a certain extent i find that i'm almost pleading with millennials to be like listen take all the talent and the fresh eyes that you have, combine it with grind and a little bit of sacrifice, Boom. and the world will be your oyster. Yes. Or let <laughs> it me. It will. It will. But let me. Let, let me. Let me add an asterisk. Hack everything and just get your ass to work, and you will get so far. Yes. You know? But let me. Here's the thing: where I will say, I will say to them, is do you want to be when you see what Jillian has, when you see her success, do you want that? Yes. Okay then you need to accept and embrace the grind. Now, if you say to me, I actually don't want that. I just want to be happy and I love my life. Great. The problem is, is they yeah. all say, I want to be Jillian. 2.0. And it doesn't yeah. work without the grind. And that's where the bitterness and wait, like I say, I'm so scared for the, this is where I'm really frightened for the generation because the depression the 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 mental illness, the suicide yeah. rate, it keeps going higher and higher. I keep I yeah. say to you, I, you know, being older than all of you guys and being in this business a long time, I saw even you, when you think of some of the pinup girls from back in the day. Now imagine it was like we had a small percentage of women who did that, and for a lot of them, you know, they kind of went crazy after a while because you know they lost their looks or they you know di they didn't yeah. feel like they had their significance. Now imagine the numbers of people who are their significance is all based on a like or whatever's on TikTok or Instagram and and wait till that bottom falls out when they didn't do the grind, it's gonna be mm -hmm. catastrophic. Unless they can really look me in the eye and say, I'm gonna divorce from the results. I'm fine not being Jillian. I'm just gonna be me and be happy. Okay, great. But the problem is they're saying, no, I'm gonna not only be Jillian, I'm gonna be Jillian 2.0. Ooh. Not going to happen without the grind. We can only change the rules and lower the bar so much. Uh, if I could say that when I first did Biggest Loser, at that time, I had a really successful sports medicine facility and personal training gym in Beverly Hills. 
doing great. Uh, so now I'm 31, right? And I, I built this business since I was 28 after I left the entertainment industry. It's doing amazing. I'm making great money. I'm running the place. It took me three years to get that thing up, running, and humming. I get the opportunity on Biggest Loser, did not like the name, did not watch reality TV, and a bunch of people got in my ear and they're like, you're being dumb. This is a huge opportunity. Take it. They paid me $3,000 a week. I had to pay an agent, had to pay a lawyer, had to pay taxes. So I took a massive, I was losing, I was hemorrhaging money. And, and by the right? way, back, back when we didn't know the secret of how powerful it was to be on that platform. It was because I, I know this show because the hosting thing came around to Maria. And it, I know it didn't come oh, to me. It, did? oh it didn't God, come did to me because that. I would have said, of course, jump. But Maria's people that I wasn't involved with, yeah, I would have said jump because that's who I am. But but anyway, so the fact that you jumped on that and at that time, because we didn't I know lost that, a ton of money to do it. Yeah. A ton. Took a hit took hits across the board. Now kids would be like, Oh yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to work those hours. I'm not going to lose that kind of money. But I, I made the sacrifice then and it paid off exponentially down the road. Was it scary? Was I frustrated at times? Did I wonder if I made the wrong mistake or I made a mistake? Yes, I did. But I stayed the course. I followed my gut. I did the best work that I could do regardless. And that platform ended up serving me in the way that it, it, it should have, which is why I took the job in the beginning. But I had to lose money yeah, so much to get for that. two years. So, so Jillian, what tools did you use to keep the resolve when it first started, when you're losing all this money? Because you had, because you know, TV is a long, long day. And that oh, job yeah. took a ton of energy from you. So what would what did you do? So if someone goes out and start like decides to pivot and start a business, and now they go from making money, now they're just spending money, losing money, and they just want to give up. What would what would help keep you going? So I had a very clear vision um, of what I wanted to achieve. So at that time, I had a, a sports medicine facility and a gym, as I mentioned, and Curves was a massive thing. It was mm -hmm. like kind of that first of the boutique fitness franchise game, and I thought like. They can do that. Can I do that? How do I do that with my gym? And at the time, celebrity trainers were the ones getting all of the attention. So the Gunnar Petersons, the Harley Pasternak's, mm -hmm. and the Weeklies. So I thought that that was the way forward, right? Like get celebrities, get publicity, build this franchise model so everybody can have a celebrity trainer. And that, that was kind of my goal. And then Biggest Loser came along and People were saying to me, listen, you can use this platform to do exactly that. And I, I was concerned. The name, it was politically incorrect. It had ever, and, it, and it really was. It did not start out as a show that intended to get great results. It started out as a show very clearly that was intended to humiliate people. Mm. And I have to give credit to Bob Harper and myself because we both basically sat down together one day as we were pitted against each other in competition and said, look, we can turn this around. We can actually make this into something special where people do change their life and they do lose weight. And that did happen. And then all of a sudden the producers were like, wait a second, I think we have this inspirational weight loss brand here, which is you know great. It worked for everybody. Fantastic. Nevertheless, I essentially saw the platform and thought, how can I use it? Now the platform ended up changing from the gym, me being able to franchise my gym to me all of a sudden becoming the brand. And then I had people in my life that knew things I didn't, people like you, who said, look, all right, here's how we're going to use this. You're going to have to be patient. You're going to have to be smart. You're going to have to you know, do the following things to 
kind of flip the script here and make yourself the brand and not the show, but we can use their real estate to get to the end of this race, the top of this mountain, but you'll have to sacrifice along the way. So I had an end goal in mind. I had very intelligent people counseling me along the way. Um, And those two things allowed me to kind of tolerate the parts of the process I did not like to get where I wanted to go. Wow. Amazing. So Jillian, do you stay in touch with any of the old people from Biggest Loser, any of your people you trained and helped? Absolutely. But like everything, look, there are people I didn't like during the show. (laughs) There are people that I loved. So there are people that I don't talk to at all. And there are people that I talk to on the regular, just like, just like anything. Um, you know, you know, there were people that moved me that I bonded with deeply and, and then there were ones that, you know, were with me five days and then there were ones that I just genuinely didn't like. And so it's like, it's like anything. Yeah. Oh, so can we talk about that too? Cause I think a lot of people are going now and this is going to probably drive you crazy. And that's not why I want to bring it up, but no, no. we're seeing, and we were talking to even Tim story yesterday life coach to life coaches with oprah and robert downey jr and denzel Mm -hmm. but he was saying the younger generation just wants to jump right into coaching people but they've not really done the work they haven't plowed the field as he said to actually become a coach but 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 we nevertheless there's a lot of people who want to become coaches what do you do when you can't reach somebody as a client As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. When you can't reach them, what do you do? I don't try. Um, For two reasons. It's the, it's the oldest cliche in the book, right? You can lead the horse to water. So, and, and you know what? My karate teacher did this to me when I was a kid and I have followed suit. That's right. I, you did karate I, growing up. That is again, really great tool, right? It, it changed my life. And essentially I got into karate at 12. I was overweight. I was bullied. I had a nose the size of a softball, bad skin, crooked teeth. Gay, didn't know I was gay. I mean, like your quintessential bullied, quote, loser kid on the playground. And my mom, my dad were getting a divorce. So I was going through that shit at home. And my mom had the foresight to get me into martial arts because she's like, okay, this kid needs an outlet. She's angry. She's pent up. You know, maybe this will give her a sense of confidence and self-esteem. So it did, right? I was there for a couple of years um, and I, I was still eating like complete shit, but I was feeling stronger. I was feeling more confident. I wasn't getting bullied at school anymore because of the way I carried myself and the way I respected myself. However, one day I show up for my lesson two years after beginning. And I think I had like a bag of Cheetos or something. Um, 
and it was a private lesson with my well, a very good friend of mine. We took lessons together and then there were group group fight nights and so on. And my teacher looked at me and it was before the days of cell phones. And he's like, go in the house, call your mom. Cause my mom had a car phone. <laughs> he's mm-hmm. like, tell your mom to come get you. And I was like, what do you mean? It's like, I am not going to want this more than you. And if you're not willing to pick up what I'm laying down, then go home. I have a finite amount of time. I have a finite amount of energy and I'm going to focus that energy and that time where I know I can make the biggest impact. And I was like, you fuck this guy. Like I was like, (laughs) I was like, I'm going to call my mom. I'm like, I don't need you. Whatever. I got, and I did, I did need him. I needed his, I needed his support. I needed his counseling. I needed the community. I needed all of it. And he created a loss for me that was greater than the loss of the food because the food was control. It was comfort. It was a lot of things, which is a different conversation, but he effectively made it more painful for me to continue being self-destructive than the the pain of losing that community and, and his um, mentorship, if you will. So I did come around and I did start listening and I did start focusing, but peep, some people don't. So you can try everything you can try, right? You can take every different approach. You can work every different angle. You can use every tool in the toolbox. But very often, there is something very deep that is holding somebody back that is beyond the scope of your help, my help. In some cases, it could require a very good therapist and years of their work. And this is where you say, look, I love you. I'm here to help you when you're ready. And that's it. That's it. Beyond that, it's your codependence that keeps you in the game. So, so Jillian, before you go, I want to talk about your app because it sounds amazing. I can't think of something better to do than COVID. I know Maria has been doing, um, so I can't wait for her to do this. She's been doing um, the Peloton and uh, and enjoying it at home. And um, but uh, it, but what I like about yours, your app, is that you've got exercise, but you also have meditation. It's huge. So can you tell me more about this? Peloton is awesome. The issue for me with Peloton is that most people don't have the money for the bike. And it's like 50 grand, I'm sorry, $50 a month. Like it's fantastic. But it doesn't provide an affordable solution for many. On top of which, you know, it's it's a great fitness app. But then I think people are like, oh, well, then I need the meditation app. Then I need the nutrition app. Then I need the fitness app. Oh, I need the in-gym app. Oh, I got to have the spinning app. And it starts to turn into a cable subscription where you're like, I need Hulu, I need Amazon, I need Netflix. Mm-hmm. I, and then you're like, wait a minute. So we looked at the landscape and I was like, there needs to be one platform that's affordable, accessible, any place, anytime, anywhere, that's customizable for fitness, nutrition, and mindfulness. Wow. And so that's what we've done with, it's, we call it the fitness app. It was the Jillian Michaels app and now as we've evolved it over the past couple of years, it's become the fitness app because we're now adding sleep experts to the platform. So we're adding this guy, Jim Donovan, um, who's a sleep expert and his stuff will be going up in the next month. And then we added a self-care expert named Jamie McFadden. And then we added Taylor Walker, who's a pregnancy fitness specialist. And then we're adding Ryan Tremaine, who's um, a calisthenics expert. And then we're going to add Brandon Bowles, who's a corrective exercise specialist. We have registered dietitians creating all the recipes and the meal plans. So that is the goal is to say, look, one platform, totally affordable, any screen, any piece of equipment, any fitness goal, totally customized to your needs, one-stop shop. 
And so that's what it is. And, super, and I'm on there, obviously. Of course, duh. And super affordable. <laughs> so Kelsey just wrote me a note. Okay, we need. Yeah, we'll get it. Oh, yeah, Kelsey. I'll have it. No problem. I will have it. Oh, my God. Ashley, our, uh, I my publicist and dear friend, set it all up. No problem. Anything you oh need. Oh, my God. Now, I didn't say today. it for that reason. The but sleep thing, though, Jillian, that's huge. huge. Like, that's amazing. It's massive. So what we did was we looked at. Okay, I put up like 25 different meditations that I had written for me by somebody who does meditations. And then I, of course, read them. But we said, all right, what are, what's getting the most usage? And it was sleep. So I was like, okay, who is, who's like the guy who's great at this? And there's a guy named Jim Donovan who has a TED Talk with over a, like a gazillion views. And he specializes in sound baths and rhythms to help you fall asleep. And I was like, all right, you know what? We need that guy to create sleep content for us. So he's literally completing it now. It'll be up in the next couple of weeks. So I'm like, let's have specialists in every area. So it's like, this is what he does. He specializes in sleep. Great. We're putting that up there. Oh, self-care. Jamie specializes in self-care. Perfect. Taylor's pregnant. She specializes in prenatal fitness. Amazing. So that is the idea is to take the people who are not just a bunch of random trainers and slap a bunch of random workouts up on the wall. It's what do people want? What do they need? How do we get people who are the best of the best in their niche of fitness so that we can accommodate anyone's goals, no matter where they're starting, no matter what equipment they have available, no matter what their fitness goal or their nutrition preferences, or you know, do you want to lose weight? Do you want to gain muscle? Do you want to maintain weight? Like It's all adjustable and it covers every single aspect. So you don't need 10 different apps. Wow. And how much, as I don't want to screw up the price, but this price is pretty affordable it's the full price is 119 for the annual um we just finished our new year's our new year's uh sale which was 89 dollars. so we go on sale from time to time but it's 119 dollars for an annual membership so ten dollars a month about which 10 is, bucks a month right yeah and you can work out at home which you can try it for free though yeah. try it for free okay. and if you don't like it obviously cancel it and get a week free and if you don't have the money another thing we do is download it and there's Free seven-minute workouts every single day. You don't have to pay anything. You don't have to put a credit card, nothing. Just download it, use the free workout. And yeah, I hope it's a gateway drug, right? It's like, sign up, give me seven minutes. And yeah, I would love for you to give me more. Like, try it out, see if you like it. If you don't, use it for free for seven minutes a day. I mean, I just I just want people to move. That's the idea. Yeah, move, move, move. Jillian, you are incredible. I love you. I'm so proud of you. And you know, you Ooh. always have Marie and I, and uh, you just keep keep swinging. And when we get back to LA, we definitely have to get together. But I, I'm so excited about this app. I I, I can't wait to get uh, to get going on it because I'm I'm definitely I'm going to give it a this perfect for me. Mm-hmm. Like this is Aww. yeah, because that's everything. You know, it has everything. Oh, oh thanks. I will make sure you have it by the end of the day. And Kelsey oh. as well. Our, oh. our little badass. You're the best. Our <laughs> little, little Olympian. Well, I got a good coach. Yeah, so. our grinder, <laughs> our grinder gymnast. Our grinder. We love her. Thanks, so, guys. Anyway, Jillian, much, much love. And um, thank you again. And congratulations. Stay safe. We'll see you soon. Thank you, sweetheart. Right, right back at you. Right Send Maria my love. I will. Thanks, Jillian. Thank you, Jillian. Thanks, that was amazing. guys. Have a good one. Do you need you anything too. from me? No, you're great. Appreciate right, you. Kid. I will make sure Ash gets you those, whatever you need. Oh, I'll, Kevin I'll and I are going to be right now. so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, you're so cute. It literally is nothing. So, so anyway, excited. anything Thank else you, you need from me, let me know, and I'll text Ash right now and have her get that done. Thanks, Thanks Jillian. Jill. Thanks, guys. Bye, have a good Jill. one. You too. Wow. That was amazing. That was amazing.
Yeah. Talk about like a last minute, like come through Jillian. Come through Jillian. And what a cool conversation. I didn't think it was going to go that way, but I think it's something that's so important for everyone to hear. Yeah, I think you so. You can't get from A to Z without doing B through, you know, it's you, like. You know, my thing is you have to do the work. It just yeah. sounds cliche. So I understand that where it's like. And and then I think the other thing too is people actually think they're doing the work. They don't realize that they're yeah. they're not pushing. You have work is you usually have to push yourself beyond. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's even in right if, if you know from working out and building muscle. Yeah, it's the repetitions you're doing after your muscle is exhausted. Right. It's like no, I can't do because what's a trainer do? Come on, you got one more in you. That's no, right. you got one more. You when, you're, when you're dying. And it's usually yeah. trying to squeeze two to five more out, mm-hmm. but that's when you build muscle and right. that's also the same for life. So my, but my thing is like, listen, if, if you can divorce yourself from being Jillian 2.0 and just say, I'm enjoying my life, I'm enjoying doing what I'm doing and okay. But the problem is we get fixated on, I want to be Jillian 2.0 or right. I want to be Oprah or I right. want to be this. And then it doesn't happen. And I'm either going to take it out on someone else or I'll take it out of myself. Well, I think it goes back to, Kev, to like what you always say. It's like, what do you want and what do you really want? Because if you really want it, then you know, then you are working. But you have to know that. Too. You have to know that. You have to yeah. know that. That's what goes in. Uh, Steven, um, I know you, you you like to work out too. So, uh, you know, I, what, how much of it spoke to you? I mean, it, it spoke to me in a lot of ways. Um, it's... It's really, really, really correct what she's saying in terms of like convincing somebody to do something is not really the best way to do it. That really, that really went through me. Yeah, yeah. I need to because I'm in that space with myself right now. Like yeah. it's, I, I finally got to the place where like I can go for a run and not have to like really, really convince myself to do it. But like, it's been a long time of like trying to have to convince myself to do something, and mm-hmm. that's the difficulty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. But uh, yeah, she's special. Special. I love that she was saying about the Biggest Loser too, because I know she gets like, and people are always like, "Oh, the name, the flack, the this." But she's so right. She actually really made it a positive thing, right? Mm-hmm. It was like she was the one who went in there, and so I always just think that's so cool to hear that side of the story. Like everyone's so quick to judge and so quick to say something, and it's like, oh, actually, do your research, listen to her. She. She's pretty badass. So no, she cares a lot. She cares a lot. She cares mm-hmm. a lot. And she and listen, you come up in karate, you know. She, yeah. You, you hear she came up. And it's interesting that the mother put her in karate at the time of a divorce. So that was her life interruption. Yeah. Right? But look at how they met it head on. It's interesting. A lot. Definitely mm-hmm. a lot there. And um, you know, my advice to her, which I said on the show, was you'll focus on the good things from your generation. And, you know, the the shortcomings you guys have, you know, there's plenty in our generation and plenty even above mm-hmm. us. That's just mm-hmm. kind of how life is. And all we can do is try to do what? Get better together. Yeah, but just get better. You know, so the next show, I really think it's for parents with little ones mm. to avoid this. Let them skin their knees. Yeah. You know, um, let them make mistakes, uh, but but push them, you know, so yeah. have have bars that you set. Well, but, th- you know, not to point. We obviously you don't want them to want to hang themselves. No, but uh, but you know, there's, they think I think structure is important. Yeah. Like I think structure is like one of the main things that even from what she was saying is like missing from a lot of these schools. It, it, it there's no structure that you're forced mm-hmm. into in terms of, you know, you have to have accountability and responsibility. And nowadays, kids don't have that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think it was a good lesson too for my generation listening to this. It's like, stop thinking everyone's attacking you, right? Because a lot of the time it's someone who's a mentor or a coach or whatever who wants to help you. So it's like, mm. sit back, take yeah. a breath and understand that they really just do want to help. I'm noticing the younger, the at the host word after buzz, yeah. the more they, it was, I was confused. I was saying the same things and the older kids that mm-hmm. who are now like, I don't know, let's say 35. Yeah. When I would give them advice, they would like cry tears of joy and say, oh, thank you for seeing me. Thank you for hearing me. And oh my God, like I, I just, I'm so, and then the, as the, the decade went by, it was, then I never heard, I feel like I'm being attacked, but it was because I would talk long enough. Right. And I would, again, educate them. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, let me back up. I can see you're getting, Aggregate, but understand yeah. I'm doing it because I want you to win. Right. I'm not doing this because I want to be right. I'm not doing this because mm-hmm. I want to show you how amazing I am. Mm-hmm. No, I am actually not amazing. I have failed way more than you ever and I have, teach hopefully, you. in yeah. your life. Yeah. I, and, and, you know, and then, so then they go, okay. But they are, the instinct is, is I'm being attacked or I'm being stressed out. I'm like, wait, what? Like what I would do to yeah. have had someone like me who cared for free say, hey, I want you to win. So mm-hmm. yeah, we we definitely definitely have some work to do. Um, we can break more of this down on Regular Guy Fridays. Wow, that's right. Kelsey, Stephen, what a week. My goodness. I like know, we, we had a great week. We wrote, well. <laughs> we did. We did it. Kelsey. <laughs> we did it. I mean, I'll leave that to the fans to decide. I think but we did. I feel like. Um, I, we I, did it, you guys. I think there's even lessons in this week is you stand by your loved ones, but then also you got to be able to roll. Roll Priyanka Chopra, you have to be fluid like water. Okay. So whether it's filling in. You know, being able to fill up a studio with water or <laughs> fill up a Prius with water. Well, and you know, like you have yeah. to be able to just move and ebb and flow. Yeah. Well, and Kevin, we were talking about this earlier, but both of us were probably equally like stressed yesterday, but we kept it together. You kept it together because you're such a good leader. I was telling you, I was like, because you kept it together, then I was able to keep yes. it together and, you know, okay. So, and no, do it no and- to aspiring bosses, Mm -hmm. people who run their households, even dog owners, you know, as a leader, you have to stay calm because everyone's looking to you. So if you lose it, then everyone gets hysterical. And then you start making poor decisions. And if you are somebody, um, I, my boss in the Carney business, I've said this before on the Tomorrow Show, like I, I'll never forget Lollapalooza. One of the tents that we worked under was literally going up in flames, Stephen, next to eight-foot bottles of propane. And so we were like, oh, my. And there's like 30,000 kids high drunk. It just, you know, and he just walked. He was like, look at you guys panicking. It's no problem. Just, you know, he's like, just grab this, get that, pat this out. He just, (laughs) this guy, you know, it was in his DNA, but I, but I remember every time he was around the worst of times, I was like, I felt like we were going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And it helped us. So if you're not like that, start trying to be like that, but then you can take the tips like Dr. Oz said, put that ice cube in your hand. Yeah. Right. To take your focus 
away from the anxiety and it goes to the ice cube in the hand. Or, you know, we had moments from Tim's story yesterday, but you have to stay calm. And I promise you, but I will also say this too, as a, as a good leader, um, you can have your moments where you come unglued. If you do what I'm saying, and I'll tell you why, because if you stay calm with your staff, you'll train them. That's right. So how many times has Stephen had to pick me up mm-hmm. and fill before him to say, no, Kev, we're going to, okay, I know you're upset. We're going to be okay. We're going to get through this. And Kelsey's now starting to do it too with me. But overall, if you are calm as a leader, then your staff will learn that. Mm-hmm. And then they can pick you up in the moment where you can't. But that goes for households. You got to stay calm. Yeah. You know, it's a really big thing. I know it's hard, but I always say there's a difference between a boss and a leader. A leader. You know, so I'm always like, yes, yeah, plenty of bosses. Oh, believe me. We've got a lot of bosses and more and more coming every effing day. Yeah. How many of you are leaders? Mm-hmm. That's what I'd like to see, more leaders. Anyway, like 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 Jillian. Um, thank you so much, you guys, uh, for tuning in. Please, you guys, continue to um, send us well wishes on YouTube. <laughs> if you want to help Maria right now, best way is you know send her a love. But then also, please hang on with us. Um, we'll get Maria back here as, as soon as we can. I, um, I'm urging Maria to do more in terms of uh, not more work. I want her to do more uh, reflection, more treatment. Um, and again, um, she's, she's good. She's, mm-hmm. she's good. But I, what I don't want is with Maria is her to say, like, sleep late for a week and then come right back at it. Because that's been the old way of doing it. That's and, a lesson for everyone. Everyone yeah. thinks that. It's like, no. oh, I can just sleep in on this weekend and I'll be fine. No. You redline as long as you have to, because I understand you have families to feed and things like that. But at some point, you have to think, mm-hmm. you know, you have to think of the greater good. And by the way, like if Jillian had stayed in that job, I think I'm sure she would have gotten sick. So what, what a what a brave move and a brave pivot. And anyway, hope more of you people will do that. Um, at Better Together with Maria, we have some great clips uh that steven's been cutting with tim's story with gabrielle bernstein uh i'm sure we're gonna have a ton with with jillian Mm -hmm. and uh you know these are just all great little tidbits to kind of help you through your day and please share them with friends um because this is like kelsey's little project but i tell you in just a matter of weeks She's broken over 10,000. Now we're at 11-something. 11.3, yeah. So, But by the it's way, remember exciting. that word, grind. Mm-hmm. You see, you know, like we're not going from 8,000 to 200,000, 8,000 to a million. We're, these are like grinding. Yeah. And, and you see, we're grinding away, trying to provide really great content there. And that we're talking well, about the, it here to you. So Tim it's like, said that but, yesterday, too. It's the little steps, right? It's the little achievements. Mm-hmm. It's not just one big thing at the end. It's like you celebrate those little milestones. Little it's mm-hmm. not, what do you say? It's not about the big break. Mm-hmm. It's about the small breakthroughs. Yep. Boom. Boom. Oh, wow. Regular guy Friday. There's going to be, I don't know what our tips are going to be. I know that. I know one of mine. By the way, I know, by the way, it's it's still Kelsey's birthday week. Oh, thank you. So we're going to, we have some fun things planned uh, for the weekend. Um, let's just talk about maybe a Sunday family dinner. That's right. Up north. Up north. On Route 1. Oh, I have to tell you, my mom yesterday told me that I was starting to get my, um, I don't even remember what word I said, but she's like, oh, do you think you're from the East Coast now? And I was like, it's Kevin. He's rubbing off on me. I wonder what the word was. <laughs> I don't, I'll have to ask her. Did you say something Maybe was, I said birthday. Or I don't oh, know. Or did you say something was pissed off? I don't know. 
I don't remember. I'll have to ask her, but I was like, thank you. Wicked. I've been here almost a year. Wicked pissa. If you look at it that way. Yeah. Wicked pissa. Wicked pissa. What does that mean? If something's pissa, it was awesome. Oh, that's pissa. Oh, I would think it was bad. Stephen, what? what do you think? You does that sound good or bad to you? About pissa? Yeah, that's pissa. Well, I also I, told that. I don't know. I actually haven't heard that before. I actually like this without the music. It's just perfect. This, <laughs> this is exactly what's going to get Maria to say, okay, enough. Um, yeah. Or if something's easy, Kelsey, it's what? Easy. Remember we said today that I told you 20, 30 years ago with a Boston No, term. I'm not saying that. Okay. <laughs> All right, you guys, listen. Be nice people. Make good choices. And be present. Oh, well done, Kev. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.